song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. Thursday night means beer show night here on 1500 ESPN. You can always find us online at 1500ESPN.com and also available on Podcast One. We are coming to you live from the TCL TV broadcast studios. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, sir. You know what I think we need to do, Reavers? Talk to me, Goose. We need to get the Winter Olympics to Minnesota because we did so well with the Super Bowl. We could go Buck Hill, right? We yep, have Buck Hill. Yep, we got that. Uh, we have some ice skating rinks at John Rose Oval in, in Roseville for we got some plenty, skating. But we, we need to find a luge route. I, I could sell them stuff for a luge, yeah, right? Yeah, you could. We'll put some shovels oh, together. Fratelloni's Ace oh, Hardware Luge. luge. There is you it go. a ramp? What do you call it? What, is it uh, a, I think that's a course, okay. a luge course. We could do the curling down in Chaska. We got the yeah, beautiful right, Chaska uh, right Curling on, uh, Club. Selby and St. Paul, yeah. right? Yes. Two so, divisions, yes. I'm not thinking that's a bad idea. And maybe not a great one, but not a bad one. Speaking of that, I heard this on Mackie and Judd today. Uh, I think it was when they were talking to Lou Nanny. Lou Nanny's a weekly guest uh, sure. on Mackie and Judd. I think everybody knows who Lou Nanny what is. A cool guy, too. Um, Jared Allen, v- former Viking defensive sure, end, yeah, yeah. reached out to uh, either reached out to Lou or I forget how it, how it happened, but he wants to try out for the Olympic curling team. You're kidding me. How cool is that? And he reached out to Lou? Apparently, because Lou Lou knows everybody. Well, we got a guy on the team. Why don't we that's call true. our guy? That's true. Tyler George. Tyler George. We Let's call the... Tyler and give him a... That's true. Yeah, the, we could finally... Might be a cool... little late for Jared to join this year's yeah, team. Yeah, I wonder... You know, it. this is going to sound dumb, but a guy that reached the level of his level, right? Mm-hmm. His professional... Mm-hmm. You have to be a certain breed of man to be that competitive all your life. I also have a feeling, though, that... Some of those guys, athletes I'm talking about now, sure. and the ones that get to the professional level, they they have that in them when they walk away from the sport, they're fine for a little while, but then they have to fill that void in some capacity. You have all the money in the world, yep. and you have nothing to measure your greatness by anymore. Mm-hmm. No one's measuring. You know, it's funny. When we had Mike Morris on the show many years ago, we had him on, and we talked about... When if did we have him we on? We had him on when we were at that guy's office with oh, the golf Oh, yeah. Center. Okay. That was so cool. It was so cool. But I asked him a question, which I thought was the best question I've ever asked anybody on the radio. I said, did any win feel better than any loss that you had? And he said, I've played football my entire life since I was a little boy, and I never won a Super Bowl. And that was the only reason I played football. Wow. And he said, so all of my career was nothing. Right? I never won a Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, that's brutal. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, you'd win and you wouldn't think about it because you were trained to, okay, next game. You'd lose and you'd throw up in the bathroom at the end of the game. It's you, like, oh, that'd be horrible. You know what you should have done after he said that, that was reminded him as he's uh, d- done on this radio station with Manny and myself oftentimes is, is you should have reminded him that he had the chance to play on the 2000 Baltimore Ravens that won the Super Bowl. Oh, he turned been, it down. That would have been nice to yeah. to let him yeah. know that. He likes that it he when I bring that. that up. Sure, that's he like probably would have put you in a headlock or something. <laughs> yeah, that, probably choked you that, out. That, that after that, I realized he's a lot bigger than yeah, me. Yeah, guy, you just don't. He's still big too. Yeah, yeah. and he's still in really good shape. Yeah, and I am is. not at all. No. Yeah. yeah, he'd be a tough one to get squirrel out of. So uh, right now on the beer show, it's time to find out now. On the beer show. 
Time to find out what's on tap. So here's what I want to know what's on tap. Okay. So you and I were having a brief conversation about this. Are you are you okay talking about certain specifics of what we were talking about on the air as opposed did, did to off the air? Did you listen to last week's show? <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think we're willing, willing to talk about <laughs> well, anything, I guess. I want to talk about Super Bowl-related things with yes, you because yes. you and I and Manny, too, we, we're, we're involved in various aspects of the Super Bowl being here. You know, I, I got to be honest. I kind of question why some people would want to volunteer, but having done stuff at the Mall of America, sure. having done things with the radio station, we did some live Sprint Store broadcasts, and, and I took the family to the Super Bowl experience downtown at the convention center. My God, did we rock it. it I, and cool. I, I'm, yeah. I'm being deadly serious. Like we, re- If the worst thing that you can say about the Super Bowl being here this year is the weather, Tip of the cap to everybody involved because Every, no one was everything was done about so the well. Functions of what we no, did, not right? at all. I mean, we really we really performed the operations well. You know, going out to the Mall of America during this press week thing that they had. Yep, that was pretty cool actually. Like I was out there just shopping around, right? I I, I didn't have any legitimate work like you guys do there. Sure, but it was kind of cool. A lot of people there, a lot of athletes, uh, a lot of uh, people watching. In fact, I saw more stars there than I saw through the rest of the town. Well, that's why. So uh, late last week, Manny on Wednesday, rookie on Thursday, and then me on Friday, we all got the opportunity to MC the Golic and Wingo show. They mm-hmm. were in town, and we got to. They were doing it live from the Hard Rock Cafe inside the Mall of America, which was brilliant because they were away from the radio sure. role. Because they were, I mean, my God, they were in that in their four hour show. They're wheeling in three guests an hour yeah. that are live and in person. Um, it was really cool. And then uh, first take the show with Stephen A. Smith, where they scream at each other, was right after that. And uh, same thing. They're they're wheeling and guessing out. So it was kind of our job to keep the crowd engaged sure. and hand During out free that time. Yeah, you get you get four minutes for each commercial break. So it's you know, hey, go out and ask a trivia question and hand out stuff to people. And we're Minnesotans, so sure. what do we want? We want free, free stuff. stuff, exactly. Um, and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And it was you know, you were you were able to be out there and be a part of it because when they first announced that Radio Row was going to be at the Mall of America, I thought, oh, that's that's kind of weird. weird, but it, that was a brilliant idea. Okay, so let me ask you this. Talk to me. So. Aaron Rodgers, what did he make last year, Manny? Do you have any idea what Aaron Rodgers makes? 20-something. 20-some million. Sure. How many Marriott dollars, because he was sponsored by Marriott to do this Radio Row. (laughs) Right. What do they pay Aaron Rodgers to even show up for Radio Row? Is it because he wants to be on the radio? I mean, that's the only thing. There's not a dollar amount that Marriott can pay him. They're not paying him a million bucks to show up to Radio Row. Well, he might have, though— a, a yearly contract with them that in that contract it states to go do that. you have five different appearances and and a, oftentimes though especially with the Super Bowl a lot of players are in town just for it because it's football and they sure. want to be a part of the party. Okay, so tell me this because like you have this inside knowledge more than anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. How many of these players do you think would go onto the radio for free because they just want to have their Maybe even current players. Do you think there's a player out there who says, "Hey man, I'll, I'll do an interview." Like I just want to yes. be on the radio. There's one. Oh, okay, Adam they, Thielen. Adam Th- Adam Thielen was a guest on Golik and Wingo, and I don't think he was there sponsoring anything. Okay, he was just there because yeah. he wanted to be on the radio. That might change now in a couple of years, sure. but he's going to get twenty I think million bucks. The, and... the, the the younger guy that's kind of new at being quote unquote one of the faces of their team, okay. they're more willing to do that than 
Aaron Rodgers, or in this case, I Marcus Mariota sure. was out there the day I was there, and he was really cool. Couldn't have been. I mean, those been guys a are great. Guy. I, I really yeah. very seldom do you meet guys that aren't nice in that business. Yeah, right. At least on the radio, they they come off as as nice. You know, you he's giving everyone that's listening. He's giving me the eye, like, yeah, you want to bet? No, this, I was gonna. But go ahead. But my, my point is. You'd get sick of it too, Reavers. Oh, yeah. If they said, oh, by the way, you need to be in Minneapolis for four days and do 40 interviews in a row, you'd be like, oh, you got to be kidding me. You'd you'd show the face of annoyed at some point in time. Sure. Right? So you and I see the, the guy pros, who looks annoyed and we think, yeah. oh, look, at he's annoyed because he has to be on the radio. Well, he's been doing it for 30 times in a row. But the pros know how to turn it on and turn Absolutely. it off. Absolutely. Uh, right. And speaking of that, um, I got the chance to meet Snoop Dogg. Okay. Friday morning. Nice. And so it was... It was so not Surreal. not no. It was it was so not at all what I would have expected. I didn't even know he was going to be there that okay. day until I got there. So what they do is they give you the the, the list of who's going to be on. So they go to break. Boom, my job. I run out there. Hey, Jack. There's 200 people sure. that are there. And it, you know, hey, uh, uh, the Vikings. Have, what, what was the stadium the Vikings played in the last? You know, things like sure, that. Because sure. there's there's people that are from Minneapolis, but they're also all over the United Eagles States, fans yeah. and and Patriots fans that are there. So you try to mix in whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's your job. About hey, let's give a round of applause for our next guest. Blah blah blah. And so I'm backstage, and I all of a sudden, oh, it's Snoop Dogg. Yeah. He was the first guest on First Take with Stephen A. Smith. Okay. And he's back there, and he's just kind of hobbling to himself, and he's rapping, and he, it, it's literally, he's just describing things that are around him. I'm just looking like, around just the like room. Warming and up. I, yeah, okay. it was so weird. And then he saw me looking at him, and he turned, he's about for me to you away, sure. and he goes, Sup, Slim? And I said, Al, I used to be, but not, not so much anymore, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he goes, Truth. Truth. Okay, so was he, I mean, Anything real about him, or did he feel everything about him felt authentic? Oh, really? Everything okay. about him, and 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 I know rookie had a chance to um, be be with him. I forget what event that he was at, but but he also had Spent an interaction a little bit later that day. Okay. But you just got the sense that yeah, it's probably a bit, but that's really kind of who he is. He seemed like a really genuine good dude. My favorite story about Snoop Dogg ever is when they MTV Cribs or some crib show goes out to his house. And he has this beautiful house, and out in the back of the house, he has a shed. Mm-hmm. And they open up the shed, and he's like, my wife doesn't let me smoke weed in the house. <laughs> and he has to sit, and he has like a PlayStation in there, and it's all set up. I'm like, oh, even you are under the thumb of your wife who says, I don't want any of that stuff in the house. Right. You get it out to the shed. So he has a, you know, whatever amount of millions yep. of dollars, yep. and he has a stinking shed in the backyard he's that he still, has to go smoke in. He's still, like the rest of us, running around our house. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I, I just remembered I, I haven't seen you mm. since last Friday. Uh, Manny already knows this story, and so do some of the listeners that uh, that are listening to the show or are listening to the ride or what have you. So, one of the guests was coming out at seven o'clock, and so I, when I see the list, I think, okay, should I do this or should I not? I'm thinking about this. I got there at about four fifteen, four thirty in the morning. Wow! Because the show starts at five. Sure. I, you know, you got to be there. there. I want to yeah, make you sure you want to make sure you're there. Get yeah. your lay of the land and everything. And people were in line from like three a.m. Wow! Just to get in to to be a, to be inside sure. because there's only there's only so many seats. Yeah. And so I see I'm like okay, I wonder if I can get away with this or not. I'm thinking about this from four thirty when I got the 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 sheet the the, the guideline. Yeah. And so they wheeled. So there's like this um, green room area that was set off to the side, mm-hmm. and that's where you know staff would be and the makeup person because they're on TV in sure. addition to being on the radio. <laughs> and so. I saw him walk in with his wife, and I thought, I go up. Hey, my name is Chris. I'm with the local affiliate. Mm-hmm. You know, thanks for coming on. I'm just going to do this. And they were all gracious, all sure. cool. 
I thought, should I ask him for permission to do this, or should I just spring it on him? New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton oh. came in, oh. and so I thought, you know, and you remember the story. He started the skull chant, sure. thinking the Saints were going to beat the Vikings. Yeah, I remember that the yes. Minneapolis miracle yeah. happens, and yeah. the rest is history. Yeah. And so I thought, screw it, I'm just going to do it, and I'll beg for forgiveness later. Oh no! So I introduce him. There were some boos because there was a lot of Viking sure. fans there, and I start the skull chant oh, with the entire crowd at the Hard Rock Cafe. Me. There's our gal Elizabeth Fenske put it up on Twitter the the, the video of it, was and he, he came out, Mike. He glared at me. Oh, I you're mean, kidding! It was the dad disappointed in son glare. The oh. coach, you're about to get benched glare sure, from this guy. Sure. But to his credit, he was a great sport about he it. He was. Okay. He was really a good. And then after that. I said, hey, let's give him a round of applause. He donated $25,000 of his own money to Minneapolis Children's Hospital in honor of his punter that raised all that money. So it's a great story. And the couch that the local furniture company had offered to give to him to sit and watch the Vikings game. So he was a good sport about that. But that glare for a split second, I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to get fired. (laughs) And what if we steal his quarterback, right? It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. Stop it, Mackie. Stop it, Mackie. There was just a moment of happiness because then we could say, remember that school chant? That's karma. Yeah. We we beat you and we're stealing your quarterback. You being a diehard Vikings fan that you are, I thought you would appreciate that. I could see a guy like that who's in charge being pissed. I wonder, given the setting... He couldn't blow his exactly because yeah, he's in front of yeah. a lot of people and about to go on live yeah, national yeah, television. Yeah. You know, so I kind of got away with it. You won't be almost... invited if we ever have the Super Bowl oh, back again. God no! Yes. But I will say this: the 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 staff from the the, the ESPN when I went back, mm-hmm. they're all like, "Oh my god, that was awesome!" Oh, you're because it was the most engaged the crowd had been sure. the entire day. Sure, it was it was it was very funny. That's very great. Cool. Well, so, congratulations to you. Uh, let's step aside for a quick moment and get our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, and come back with the weekly. Beer Run, live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. That's Fred Oloni. This is Reavers. This is The Beer Show. The only thing possibly more important than what beer you're drinking is where to get it from. Let's make a beer run with the guys from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. As 1500 ESPN's Beer Show now continues. That's right. It's time for the weekly beer run right here on The Beer Show on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. From inside the TCL TV broadcast studios, I'm Reavers. That's Mike Fredoloni, and it's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Best bottle shop in the Twin Cities, folks, at uh, Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And Tom is here from Elevated this evening. Hello, How you doing? Tom. I'm good. How are you? Good. Doing great. So I can't tell you... I've been flooded with emails about people <laughs> seriously saying, you guys started a delivery service? Can yeah. that possibly be true? Yeah, online sales and delivery from the Minneapolis store. Just starting it out, just getting our feet wet, mm-hmm. trying to figure it out and, and kind of learn what we're, we're doing there. But we've always been kind of a technology-forward company. Yes, we, you we have. Wanna yep. look You're at, the Uber of liquor stores. Well, we want to kind of... <laughs> Look for where we can, you know, have our advantages and mm-hmm. leverage, you know, our our skill sets and whatnot. So, you know, put together this website. It's a little bit of a work in progress, but it's live right now. You can go online at elevatedbws.com and, and peruse the selection and 
and see some of the beers we're talking about on the beer show and, and order them up to, to be delivered to you. It's a limited delivery radius right now, just starting off in South Minneapolis, uh, just kind of checking out the neighborhood, seeing how much demand is there, and, mm-hmm. and we hope to expand that uh, metro-wide. Um, I think, it, you know, I'm going to tell you, Reavers, it was like, what, four degrees below zero the other day, well, the other night? Right. I was like, I got home from work at like 5.30, and then I laid in bed, and I finally allowed myself to think about going to sleep at like 8.15. I was just depressed. Mm-hmm. If I could have just ordered some booze. Oh, my God. Because I wasn't going to go out. There was no way I was getting up to go out. But if I could have just clicked some buttons on my cell phone and someone would have brought me over some whatever from Elevated, I would have been like, thank you. Let me tell you something, Fred yes. The second that radius hits Carver County, <laughs> I'm never leaving the house unless go. it's to go to work. I get it. I believe you. It sounds way too convenient. Because what is delivery charge fairly well, inexpensive? Yeah, what we is get it? over into St. Paul a little bit. I got I don't know. I yeah. want to double check. You'll soon be able to get the whole we're, town. We're west of Snelling right now. Okay. So That's not close. quite to close. you. Maybe you just I'd almost meet, meet us, your driver meet there. Meet us at Snelling. There's got to be like a wing stop <laughs> or a, a Buffalo Wild Wings that I can say, hey, deliver it to the yeah. BWF. Or Right. Um, yeah. So that and that's it. So it's are we a week in to, uh, for that? Yeah, okay. we started it. Uh, I think the Thursday before on the beer show. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's so, right. Uh, so got got it going there, and I I really like the you, Mike. You said the the phone thing, the mobile site. It works great. You just pull it up, sure. and, and you can just kind of go through you know the different categories and search, and you know I'm really happy with how the site turned out, and cool. we're just kind of doing. Uh, polishing it up here and and like i said we'll see where it goes but you know we're trying to push the envelope in every way we can right now 150 minimum still right just uh yeah you know we're gonna take a look at that in the next few weeks but yeah just looking to kind of facilitate larger orders parties and and whatnot sure. um you know but that's going to continuously change and just check out the website for cool more info very there. cool so what we do every week during this segment is we uh, we highlight a brewery, and uh, you guys do a fantastic job of selecting great beer for your store, but also great breweries to highlight on this show. Yeah, man, we're really excited to have our guests this week. Uh, exclusive with Elevated, we're launching this brewery in the Twin what? Cities <laughs> this weekend. Uh, happy to introduce Nick Barth from Beaver Island Brewing. Awesome. Nick, welcome hey, to the show, man. Gosh, I'm blushing. You know, you guys are too kind over here. We're, we're really not that cool. Don't, 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 don't. There, thanks, Tom. There's thanks, Reavers. Thanks, Mike, for having me. Question to ask. What's that? Go. Where is Beaver Island? Where, I, where is the I island? Need, right? I need direct coordinates. Uh, no, no, that's, that's a great question. Yeah. It's a, it's a hold valid on, hold question. Hold on, one, one second. Manny, you owe me a dollar because I told you that that would be the first question out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a whole, we could learn a whole bunch of things about you, but the location of Beaver Island is sure, the most sure, important. Sure, sure. All right, go ahead, Nick. So uh, my name's Nick, as uh, Tom alluded. Uh, I'm one of the co-founders of Beaver Island Brewing Company, along with my business partner, Matt Studer. Uh, we were a couple of home brewers, loved the art, decided we wanted to start a brewery in St. Cloud, knew we could make really good beer in a garage, but we couldn't make beer for the masses. So we reached out to our now brewmaster, Chris Lom, and he came on to our team with uh, over 20 years of professional brewing experience. Nice. So now we're tasked with the challenge of trying to name a brewery. And at the time, uh, we were like the 69th brewery in Minnesota. We were the youngest for like a day, and Voyager opened on Friday. Uh, but there were so many beer names out there, and we every time we came up with a really good one, we're like, 
oh, that's taken already. Yeah. We're like, oh, we're going to do this one. This is perfect. Budweiser. We get, a, oh, we'd get a text thread going out and like email chain and everyone would be like, yes, that one. We'd go on untapped or like Google it. And it's like, oh, man, not again. So, I mean, we got to the point where like I texted my wife. I'm like, honey, we've got it. We're going to call it Calvary. She's like, um, honey, isn't that where Jesus... Uh, I'm like, okay, we're not going to call it that. We're going to go a different direction. Because <laughs> we, we, we wanted something that paid homage. So we're homage to St. Cloud. We're from St. Cloud. Uh, my business partner and I both grew up in St. Cloud. I left for a little while. I went to college at the University of Alaska Anchorage. Lived out in California. Moved back in 2005 to open a wine bar in St. Cloud. So I had a lot. I loved the town. Uh, and I love the the community, the city. They, it was great to me. St. So, Cloud is an awesome city. Thank I you. Will agree. And I, I went to Mankato. Oh, wow. I, I still think St. Cloud I is awesome. I just went down to Mankato and ran my mouth about the St. Cloud State Mankato series. And we got smoked on Hockey Day, Minnesota Oops. by Mankato. And now I got to go eat humble pie <laughs> nice. in a few weeks when I go back to that market. But no. Uh, so we wanted something that paid homage to the community but allowed us to be global. And growing up, Matt and I and Chris, our brewmaster, used to spend a lot of time down by the river. And on the Mississippi River, just south of the dam, just east of the university, there's a set of 15 to 18 islands called the Beaver Islands. They were discovered in the early 1800s by Zebulon Pike, the guy that founded Pike's Peak. And so uh, there's a lot of rich history. He was the first European settler in St. Cloud. The islands were home to, like, traders, to capitalists, to Native Americans, so it's got, again, a rich history in town. It's some of the best uh, smallmouth bass fishing literally in the world. Uh, and this year, we actually hosted the governor's fishing opener right in St. Cloud. First time it was on the river in 70 years. And it was uh, it was great to see people on the river in and around the Beaver Islands. We did canoe trips down there, uh, jet boat trips with uh, different media and, and news people. Um, Jess Meyer from your guys' yeah. station was down there. Uh, got a chance to actually be in his boat. We paddled together. So it's really cool. But did he long, ever shut up, or did he talk the whole time? Well, you've, you've not heard me shut up, so you can imagine he didn't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> I take all the good air from everybody else in the room. So the Beaver Islands are where we get our name from, and Islands wasn't as sexy, right, as Island. Sure. So it's Beaver Island Brewing Company, pays homage to the, again, to the great islands in St. Cloud. The, the, the city actually just put like over a million dollars into a new trail that uh, follows the Beaver Islands. Um, we're talking about putting an amphitheater, a beer garden, all these other cool things that we want to add to this trail. Uh, and I think it's helping to put St. Cloud on the map because for so many years, the town really turned its back to the river. And that is such a great piece, yes. whether it's for commerce or Agreed. for whatever. Uh, it's a beautiful part. And now that the packing companies have left the riverside, it's really clean. In fact, north of the Beaver Islands and the Beaver Islands, uh, you can keep fish. And you can eat fish. You know, they, the DNR acknowledges that they're they're healthy. Uh, that's a huge deal. Um, it's not the same thing, you know. But we talk about how the river, you know, it, it started in Itasca. It carved through the northern forests. It, you know, built and crafted the Beaver Islands and falls right into St. Anthony. Beaver Island Brewing Company is the guest here on the Beer Show, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. So I am curious. I always like asking this question. When you're in a college town like St. Cloud, do you personally think that that's an advantage for a startup brewery, or are there certain challenges that face you guys? Um, I'd, I'd say it's a, a love-hate relationship, right? Because obviously you've got all this populace that comes and goes. Mm -hmm. When I left St. Cloud in 2002, uh, the graduating class, or the, the school attendance was about 18,000. It's, it's lower now. It's about 12,000. And to be honest, many of those students are on a budget, and that fixed income kind of dictates what they drink. So they're often drinking more economy brands, national brands. 
So as far as the tap room goes, we don't see a ton of college students in our tap room. However, I'll qualify it with the fact that there's 750 staff and faculty members. So we see a lot of that yeah. that comes along with it as well. Now, we do have uh, most of our beer is sold. Well, it's sold all over the state. We're just launching in Minneapolis, as Tom alluded to. And specifically, tomorrow we're launching it with Tom's Elevated uh, Beverage and Wine and Spirits in uh, Minneapolis. Right? Minneapolis tomorrow? Yes. Uh, the, the and tasting, White Bear. Yes. Yep. And White Bear on Saturday. Yep. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we're... Uh, with the college town, I think that uh, we don't have as much traction in the tap room as we would expect to see being literally driver, driver, nine iron from the Welcome Center. Mm. <laughs> the Welcome Center is actually across the street, and then if you go up another two blocks, you're at the heart of campus. Rivers doesn't get that because it would be driver, 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 pitching wedge, <laughs> rescue wedge, a putter, and then a driver again. <laughs> After I threw every club yes, in the woods. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very bad at golf. Uh, I'm very bad at golf. So, uh, so in the bars though, downtown, we're just across the street from uh, all the great bars in downtown St. Cloud, and they uh, have our package and have our uh, tap handles down there, and we're seeing a lot of traction in that area. That's kind of exciting. I, I like the fact. First of all, St. Cloud seems to be like the going place now. Little downtowns kind of resurging, and it is interesting to see that. You can make it in this beer industry if you make great beer no matter where you are, right? People are going to come to you. There is disposable income in St. Cloud, obviously. How big is St. Cloud? How many people are So in the town itself is 68000 but greater St. Cloud, if you count Sartell, Sock Rapids, Wade Park, St. Joseph, it's like 150000 So plenty big to have. Yeah. Uh, and So how many breweries are in St. Cloud? Uh, so we're the only production brewery. Of course, Granite City Brewery started there. They're more of a brew pub concept. Mm -hmm. uh, Urban Lodge is out in Sock Rapids. There's, again, a brew pub concept. And then there's a small kind of dangerous man concept in St. Joseph that uh, called Bad Habit, and they just uh, they just make kind of beer for their tap room. It's wonderful. So us, yeah. I guess, is the short answer. Yeah. We're, okay. we're You're the, the, we the. are it. I, I love how I asked him, and then he went on for like two minutes and then said, well, really, it's just us. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm trying to be nice about yeah. it. There's yeah. other people that make it really beer. Well. well, they make beer, but they also make sloppy joes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm interested in in kind of your background. I mean, why 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 this path? Why sure. beer? I mean, you talked about being a home brewer, but uh, but... You know what led to that? Sure. So I uh, I graduated from St. Cloud Apollo in 2002 and uh, left for Alaska about two days after graduation in an attempt to be I don't know what I was going to be. People used to ask me what I was going to school for. I tell them a long time. Sure. I was really good at school. I, actually, the the social side of it right. was really good at that. Uh, moved so you to went to the University of Alaska, or what did yes, you do? Yes, oh, University you did. of Alaska Anchorage. I was a sea wolf. Really cool. Which is the Nupiat word for. Killer whales. Nice. A lot of people don't know that. But mm -hmm. they used to be in the WCHA. Yep. Right? How did you pick Alaska? Did you just... I mean, that seems All like... All right, I'm going to give you the... the I want to find gonna, somewhere that's I'm going to give you the yeah, one-minute story. <laughs> I want to go to the coldest, kind of far away, not easy to get to, and it has to be expensive to have my stuff shipped there. I'm going to give you the one-minute story. Yes. So I took my ACTs. I was one of the first who got to a file for ACTs electronically. You had to pick three schools where you sent your ACT scores. School number one was St. Cloud State University. That's where I was going to go to college. Mm -hmm. I planned on it, knew I was going there, no questions asked. My brother was at UMD, so I was like, ah, I'll put UMD in there, you know, whatever. Doesn't maybe maybe if St. Cloud State doesn't pan out, at least they've got my ACT scores. And in order to move on, I had to choose a third school. And the top school was AA, Alaska yeah. Anchorage. <laughs> I sent them my ACTs, and they sent me an acceptance letter. Oh. An acceptance letter, like two weeks later, before I'd even taken my ACTs. High school oh. girlfriend and I broke up. Guy I was going to move into, his dad had a heart attack, so he had to stay home. And I was like, you know, there's nothing left for me here. I'm, I'm vapor. So called him up. They took me, and uh, 
The, I guess the rest is kind of history that from there. That is great. That's very funny. <laughs> kind of move with the win. Double A college, basically. Yeah, yes. Double A. You know what he did? It's when you get that terms and conditions thing. <laughs> yeah, he I just agree. kept clicking yeah, next. I agree. 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 That's exactly. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, so Nick, uh, Beaver Island Brewing Company is the guest here. I want to hear about your beer. Uh, sure. I noticed in the green room when I came out to greet you guys that uh, I saw was it four different cans that were. Highlight it out there. I want to hear yeah. about your portfolio. Yep. So uh, package products, we make five different beers. We've made a total of uh, seven. So we've got four core brands all year long. Ripple is our German ale. It's the lightest ale. We produce 100% German malt, 100% German hops. Really crisp, really clean, really refreshing. Kind of the workhorse of uh, of the portfolio. Then we've got two IPAs. We've got a red IPA called 39, which was the last year there was a production brewery in St. Cloud. And the year our building was built, 1939. So kind of pays homage to the community cool. and also to the brewery. Uh, that's a malt-driven IPA, kind of a North Coast-style IPA. Um, we use Bravo for bittering. Columbus on the palate cascade gives it a big citrus nose. And we've got a West Coast for all the West Coast IPA lovers. Uh, it's called Revival. We use some uh, UK malts and some West Coast hops. It's got all the Nike swoosh hops in it, so it's got the big you know, citrus. It's got a nice bitterness to it. And then our fourth core brand is called Sweet Miss. It's a chocolate oatmeal milk stout. It's the darkest beer we package. Um, brewed with uh, co- fair trade Ecuadorian cocoa nibs, some rolled oats for mid-palate, brewer sugar. And then we've got three seasonals. Uh, our Oktoberfest came out in August and earned us a bronze medal at the Great American Beer Festival Congrats. in 2000. Thank you. Yeah. We were humbled by uh, by it. I mean, uh, my phone literally just kept blowing up from Twitter and Facebook and text messages of people were, who were in Colorado and were super jazzed. And I can't believe how quickly it helped kind of put us on the map sure. in St. Cloud. I bet, yeah. We do a winter ale called Tip Up. It's brewed with smoked malts and spruce tips. All the spruce tips and the hops come right from about three, uh, 15 miles from the brewery. Um, right from uh, Duelm. There's a tree farm out there at Jan's Tree Farm, so we get the spruce tips from them. And then RF Deering Farms provides all the hops. And now this one that's in front of me right here is my Bach. Just came out this week. It's a traditional Helles Bach um, using all hops from St. Cloud Sister City in Spalt, Germany. So not that I'm trying to get you in any type of trouble here whatsoever, but at the beginning of this segment, you mentioned the legal hurdles that you went through with naming the, the brewery. How in the hell did you get away with Revival as your IPA? How is that not an IPA somewhere out there? You know, they're... Uh, not that, I think because it's no, a no, cool name. Yeah, That's no, why no. I'm like, how has that not been taken? No, 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 absolutely. So we were we tried to come up with a thousand different names, and Revival actually came from the Revolution series. So every year for our birthday, we do a beer uh, to kind of commemorate our revolution around the sun. Revolution 1 was a West Coast IPA. Revolution 2 was a Denali Hop single hop IPA. And Revolution 3, which is this year, was a Russian Imperial Stout. Um, and we wanted something that kind of paid homage to the fact that it was getting pulled or ripped out of the Revolution series and put into the core brands. And uh, my business partners love music, and they love the Allman Brothers revival. Awesome. They love the Grateful Dead Ripple. Awesome. They love. Uh, so we got also uh, one of our beers is actually called Fabulous Armadillo, which is an awesome tribute band out of St. Cloud. Um, it's rebranded as Tribute now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Revival. I guess there's all sorts of names out there, like Check Pills, right? You know We're just talking said? about that. Everyone's like, how the heck has Check Pills not been taken yet? He, in all what he just said, he said something super interesting because last week we talked about it. He said North Coast IPA too. So did you, did you, did I read that right? We have East Coast IPAs, West Coast IPAs, and did you actually say North Coast IPAs? I mean, Midwest IPAs. We were trying to think of the right name to call them. And the, is the right name, Tom and, and Nick? 
North Coast IPAs. We, we brand it that way. I've heard Midwest Coast. You know, when Sweet Child came out, that's kind of what they called it, that malt-driven style. Mm-hmm. Surly's got kind of more of that reddish tint, um, more of that malt-driven style. Um, Horizon was that way from Summit. So we just wanted something that kind of fell in that kind of same breath that um, – and I don't know. I guess we're in the north, and we got plenty of coastline. More coastline than anyone else, <laughs> yeah. right? More coastline. Okay, than I like Alaska. that, right? North coast. We yeah. got to remember. Ma- I'm going to steal that from him, and I'm going to never ever say that I learned it from him. <laughs> I'll never give him I'll the credit. I'll just never remember. <laughs> All right. So before we run out of time here, you mentioned a tasting. We're going to be doing that uh, Friday at the <clears throat> Minneapolis store, and then Friday. Saturday at White Bear Lake. Yes, Friday. It's five to seven. Come meet Chad Foy. He's our brand new sales rep. Just started with us on Monday, uh, right after the Super Bowl. And uh, Chad has got a lot of industry experience. He comes to us uh, super excited. We actually put him on the production line. Wednesday, he brewed downtown. And uh, today, he canned out at our East facility. And so he'll be there on Friday from 5 to 7 in Minneapolis. And then on Saturday, we will be in White Bear Lake. I believe it's... Three to, Three to five. five. Yep. Yes, perfect. Look at that. Yeah, cool. Ask him super hard Looks questions. And like personality. What year did you start <laughs> brewing this? And what? <laughs> but we mention this every week, and it's worth noting again that I mean, this is the opportunity, folks, for you to to get the chance to meet really cool people in the industry, and then also get the chance to sample their beer for free. It make it's a complete no brainer because everybody always asks. So I want to try something new. I want to have something cool. Uh, this is your chance to do it for free. Yeah, I mean, we're out there. Uh, this is the first uh, launch in the the twin cities here for this brewery um so it's literally your first chance to try beaver island in the can and uh you know they got a great lineup and and we're excited to partner with them and 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 do these great free tastings as always a beer so special you know we try to make it a little bit cooler for the beer show feature and and this is a, a very cool one for us this week all right so you know i haven't had the chance to sample this yet um but i want to get your impressions i mean what are, what are some of your general thoughts about the beer town well you know i like mike says you know ipas i mean probably two out of every three beers i drink is are an ipa mm-hmm. so i'm i'm really liking the revival you know i ha- i love the nose on that beer it's nice and dry i noticed um so it's it's not super sweet like a lot of them it's i can drink a little bit more of that one um, do you think your palate now needs an i p a because you've tasted so much and I mean, because you're <laughs> such a drunk. No, but, <laughs> slow, no, but you, you are you are the you are the taste buds of Elevated, right? And so, I mean, do you think your your palate is just now like I need an IPA to to even understand it? It's like drinking a, a single malt. All of a sudden, you need it peaty. Otherwise, you're not tasting it anymore. Yeah, I mean, I try and separate my personal tasting preferences from like what we're doing for the store, okay. what we're bringing in, because I I, I constantly have to remind myself. You know, Some people don't have 20 years of yeah, this. Yeah, you know, it's not necessary for me. I need to consider other factors. Mm-hmm. What's the price? What's the quality? What's the, you know, what? where does it fit within our our, our collection of beers? Mm-hmm. I mean, is this filling a hole that people aren't getting in other places? So, yeah, I mean, there's that. But, I mean, everyone is, I mean, IPAs are, are hugely popular right now. And, and I think a lot of people are, are drinking two to one there. So it's fun to see them come out with with two options, two kind of sides of the coin there. We have the the ready, more malty one, and then the West Coast style one. I thought they were both really nice, well-balanced, um, and, and structurally really sound, which is, to me, the sign of a good brewery. You know, the, the flavors are in the right place. Mouth feels good. Um, and then, you know, it's fun to try some of these German styles. I, you know, I, I 
like to mix in, you know, the box and, and we were joking about alts, but uh, <laughs> in the green room, but they uh, also have a really easy drink and ripple, which is for me, I, 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 I'm not crazy about lagers, but I like some of the lighter style ales and, and this one sounds like it's right in that wheelhouse. So, uh, you know, something for everybody here. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, okay, I didn't give you the chance to, Nick. Uh, Beaver Island Brewing Company is the guest, by the way. Uh, if people want to reach out to you guys, find out about the tap room, the beer, all of that stuff, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm assuming it's available via the website. It is, beaverislandbrew.com, or you can hit us up on Facebook, backslash Beaver Island Brew. Our official launch here in the Twin Cities begins on February 19th. That's a Monday, uh, but we'll be at uh, Elevated again this weekend. We'll be at the Winterfest uh, next Friday. Before cool. that, we'll be at World of Beer in St. Paul, and then after that, we'll be at Black Dog. And then we'll also be at the Dabbler, and we're super excited. We've got some super cool rare beers. We're bringing Revolution 3, which is our anniversary beer. It's a Russian Imperial Stout, and we're bringing that exact same beer barrel-aged in bourbon barrels. So we'll have you a chance to taste it with uh, whiskey and without. So heaven I'm really Hill. excited. Awesome. Ooh, heaven nice. Hill. Yeah. Nick, it was a pleasure, man. Thanks for coming in. The pleasure's really been on this side of the table today. Awesome. Thank you, man. Good luck and good luck. We, hey, thanks, uh, brother. You guys are going to do well. Appreciate um, it. So uh, we mentioned this, but all of this is available via the, the website, and also you guys are all over social media. That was the worst Homer Simpson impression that you've ever heard there when I was salivating at the Yeah, heaven. you're really bad at that. <laughs> is that what that was? I don't know. The only impression I could do is Mike Fratelloni. No. So. Please don't do that. They're not that hard. One trick pony. Tell me where Beaver is. (laughs) See, I can even do it. All right. So you guys are all over social media, like I mentioned. We are Elevated WBL uh, for our our Northern Metro friends and Elevated BWS uh, for the city's folk. And uh, check us out, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and ElevatedBWS.com. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Talk to you again next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Weekly Beer. And we're going to step aside for just a brief moment and be back to wrap things up this is the beer show this is the beer show let's go drink some beer on 1500 espn final segment of the beer show 1500 espn 1500espn.com live inside of the tcl broadcast studios reavers mike frenaloni and manny hill uh we just have a couple minutes but i wanted to give a shout out to a uh local brewery that got some big time publicity Ooh. Courtesy of the Jimmy Fallon show. Did you see this? No, I didn't see it. So Fallon comes to town and he says, I want to have, have a home cooked meal else, at somebody's yeah. house. 10K Brewery, they bought, I think they bought a growler of beer from 10K Brewery and it was there in the living room being poured to everybody. And Jimmy went nuts about it. And really? I, I know uh, it's a brother and sister that are owners. And uh, my and Ashley, the sister, is one of my friends. Okay. And I was looking at her Facebook page, and literally, it was it was Crazy. going insane. Oh, so that's cool. really cool. Shout out! I I you know what? I don't think I've had their beer, but yeah, uh, but people do it. rave okay. about 10K. Up, it's up in John Heights neighborhood. Up in uh, up there. Okay. Over up like north. A no, a no, I think it's. I think it's Anoka. I should know that. I yeah. mean, that's not kind of my stopping. So that was, bit. and you know what? Um, did you guys did you guys watch Fallon the night of the I Super Bowl? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. I thought I got ripped on GL because of his. I thought the Bob Dylan thing was cool, and I know the lyrics. I thought, yeah, is, I thought it was. But cool. I thought it was cool, and I thought yeah. the Timberlake thing was cool, and I I, I don't know. I, I don't wa- watch him. I don't ever. I never do I either. Never watch it. But I thought that I wanted to watch the show that night after the game because he was doing it from the Orpheum. I thought this would be cool. Yeah, I he's watch talented. This. He's he's great, sure. right? The best line of the night though. And Manny, I don't know if you caught this, but so Timberlake's on as a guest mm-hmm. after he did the halftime sure. show, and and you could tell he was super nervous. 
about to talk to Quest Love about mm-hmm. his performance because okay. Quest Love, as Justin Timberlake put it, is the world's biggest Prince fan and basically the Wikipedia of music. Sure. And he says, I was nervous because I just wanted to make sure everything was cool with Quest Love that I did this Prince tribute because I know the family didn't want me to do the hologram thing, but it wasn't, it was a projection thing. Sure. And he says, I was really nervous. And then they panned to Quest Love and he just goes, it was dope. It was dope. Oh. I thought, God, he just personifies cool. Yeah, isn't that you know just cool? Because I mean? you know what you could never say? It was dope. dope. It was dope. dope. We'd be like, Reavers, what is wrong with you? Right. You, yeah, I, I can say that. that. Yeah, you Manny can get away that. with that. We well, cannot. I don't think Manny can say it. Unless you're, oh, in a, I can say it. Unless okay. you're in a like incredible cool band <laughs> and you just have a bunch of music knowledge. I don't well, know you can just pull that He's on off. the beer show. Isn't uh, that cool true. You, Yeah, it's true. You're, you're, you're famous. <laughs> yeah. So I personally, it was cool. We pulled it off. It was great. I am so bleeping glad the Super Bowl's over. What did you think of the Super Bowl performance? Did you like Timberlake? Timberlake? Yeah, it was very good quality. I like the Prince inclusion. I really liked the song that he chose to include with it, sure. and I liked how it timed out. I I thought over, and I'm a big Timberlake guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. I just thought, meh, it was all right. He was all over. He was. Do you think he was staying at the St. Paul Hotel? I have I, no idea. Well, he was in like Meritage and yeah. Octofish downtown St. Paul, and then he was at the St. Paul Target on University Avenue. And- but here's the problem with the Super Bowl halftime show, and not even that it's a problem. You have to fit so much into such little time, sure. and I get it that. It's not really for the crowd that's there to watch the game. It's made for TV. Yeah, for the, the one billion people that ex- are watching exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I get that it's a it's a really a thankless task, and it's very difficult to try to satisfy everybody. And I get that they have to pick somebody that's current. Sure. I just don't know well, how much did he pay. I, he, well, he, they get they don't they don't get paid anything. No, how much did he pay? Because other artists have paid. To oh, be, I thought they. I thought it was the NFL will allow you to do it, but they're not going to pay you. Oh, to I, I've heard it like it's your resurgent concert tour, basically, and yeah. we're going to spend the ten million bucks. But we know that a billion people are going to see you do yeah, it. I, he came off really talented. I think sure. whether you liked it or not, you couldn't deny that. Oh my gosh, that would not be easy to do. And he did, you know, yep. he, he he did a really good job. I think, and I th- I think I, that's kind of where I was going. Like I don't know who you're going to find. That's relevant in 2018. Mm-hmm. That's going to be able to, to span so many different people's musical tastes and also be relevant. I Absolutely. just don't know who you're going to find. I think he's about as good as you're going to get. Yeah, and he just he did what I really loved about it. And I I didn't like. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't crying about it with love. But he didn't bring on like oh here's. Sheila E. Oh, here yeah. we go. We have Bruno Mars. Yeah. You know, it was just him, and he it made it about him. But he's so cool, and he he seems like a really good guy, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He yeah. does. He he comes across as extremely likable. He does, which I because think is I think very he important. might just be nice. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe and he's married to Jessica Biel. I didn't want to say that. And that doesn't hurt things. Yeah, it yeah. makes me just. I'm you know, she's Jessica Biel is one of us. She's yeah. one of us. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah, trust me, I know all about her. <laughs> I think she was at that that right. last brewery he had. She was on that island for a while. It's Beaver, Beaver Island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Checking. Just didn't know if I could throw that out there. Well, you did. Um, so there's uh, yeah, that. Yeah, she's. Uh, she, I didn't see her anywhere in town, but people were following Timberlake around. Did you? Uh, speaking of that, did you guys see Giselle took the picture in front of the cherry with the spoon? Mm-hmm. So she put that out on social media. Sure. And then people just ran with it. The double oh, entendres Lord. and oh, everything really? else. I got to admit, some of it was pretty funny. Oh. But there's always going to be that section of people on Twitter that take it too far. Someone was telling me how she, attractive she wasn't. And I thought, hmm, I don't know if you know what attractive is. Because she's 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 a pretty woman. 
Yeah, oh yeah. No, yeah. Re- this just But did. people were like, yeah, look Breaking at her. Breaking like, news. Yeah. Yeah. Brad people- only says Giselle's a pretty woman. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm right, Reverse. Yes, you are. There you go. Uh, thank you, sir. Hey, you're the best. We'll do this again next week. That's Mike Fredoloni with Fredoloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. That's Manny Hill. My name is Chris Reavers. If you missed any portion of the beer show this week, check out the podcast online at 1500ESPN.com. Duke versus North Carolina is next. Until next Thursday night. Cheers.